Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shreparks and Jack Fritz. Tonight, 8-1-76ers back on the court against the Indiana Pacers group play tonight, Ike. Yeah. So the 1-0-6ers in, yeah. in group play. I don't know. Is it, is it wrong that I'm more excited about tomorrow's game than I am well, tonight's? Well, look, play? tomorrow's a really big one too. So I'm just excited. the Celtics tomorrow. I'm just yeah. excited to see the team play this this in season <laughs> tournament that Elliot has extra juice for. I'm just excited to see the team play. But to your point, Ike, so Embiid's questionable for tonight's game. So I know the team. I know the NBA doesn't want uh, want teams resting players and lo- being lo- doing load management, but they have back to back. Yep. So if they feel like tomorrow's the more important game against the Celtics. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll keep it's an eye on it. clearly the more important game, right? Well, I don't know about clearly. It, it is. It is. Tomorrow is a very important game. I agree with you. For playoff seeding, it absolutely is important. But it would be important if they advance in this tournament, if they played quarterfinal games, if they played semifinal finals. Like, that would be really good for this young team in, in a lot of space, or at least young together, to have games to, you know, go through these battles together, to 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 have big games where they have to, they have to win. So, I do think tonight's big. If I had to pick out of the, the two, you probably pick the Celtics win just because that could be really big for, for home court advantage. The last time they play them at home, too. Yeah, so you could go to 2-0 and against them and obviously play them four times. So at best, you're, you're splitting the season series with, with, the, uh, with the Celtics. But I like how they've handled Embiid so far. I mean, he's played in every game. There's, a first, there's only the second time in his career he's played in the first nine games of the regular season. I think the the way they're playing him a ton of minutes in the first quarter. I mean, he's they're they're working him harder probably than he has been in a long time, and I think he's responding to it really well. I think this is the best version of Joel we've seen. I think he has the perfect combination of he he looks excited almost like when he was a young player, but he has the the same veteran qualities where he's become one the the best player in the NBA. So I think the way they're using him is working. So I would play in both games. I I would not. In 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 I said this in the off season. And I'm going to continue to say this all year long, and now I'm about to start paying attention to it a little closer. Not not in depth. It's still football season. But we talked about this in the offseason. Joel shouldn't be out here trying to win the MVP in the regular season. It just doesn't matter. He needs to be at his best, his strongest, most conditioned, and ready to attack when April, May, and June gets mm-hmm. here. This idea of playing 40 minutes and, and, and trying to win back-to-back games and win in-season tournaments, 
Dude, you can do all of that. If you're worn out when March and April gets here and you get one of these stupid injuries because you're worn out yeah. and, and you've been playing as much as you've been playing and now you're in the playoffs again at not 100%, it's going to be hell to pay. And I'm a big Embiid supporter, but I'm 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 tired of the injuries. I'm tired of the, I'm tired of him not being 100% healthy or as close to 100% when we're in the playoffs so that he can give us the run that we mm. need to go on. That's why we can't go on it because he can't dominate a game. We couldn't beat Boston because the first two games of the series. He wasn't there. He wasn't really even in this, in the series. Right. Yeah. So, I agree. Oh, did he miss both games? The he, first mi- he missed the. I know he missed No, he missed the them. first game in Boston. He played game two. Played but, a little yeah, bit of game he, two. Yeah, he played yes. a little bit in game two, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I agree that ultimately the most important thing with this team is going to be the playoffs, without question. I don't know if the answer, though, is to re- – I just don't know because it feels like he's someone where he doesn't play a ton of games. He gets out of shape. He gets out of shape, So yeah. I, maybe the answer is just to play him. And the injuries he's gotten, overall, for sure, he has been injured in the playoffs, and that is part of his resume. Some of them are freakish. But, but they're almost not related. Right. So I don't I, I don't know how you prevent against them. Yeah. Um, and I, I just don't want to have to answer for them anymore. So, I, I so, agree. So That's right. all. Yeah. If you look at it this way, right, this will be their 10th game. And he hasn't missed a game, right? right? So if, if you're okay with him playing 90% of the games during a regular season, this would be, if he sat out tonight, he would have played 90% of the first 10 games. Now, I know you have to allow for a longer injury, like if right. he's out for five games or mm-hmm. whatever. But realistically, if he was to miss 15 of 82 games, isn't that good enough? I mean, I'll take 67 games right now, That's all you right need now, is 65 bro. to be yeah. eligible for the yeah. postseason that's awards, need, and that's man. all I need in that's the play. That's all I need. So, so, logically, I agree. The less he plays, the less likely he is to be hurt. I agree with that. I just I don't know, though, if him playing 10 less games means he's not going to get elbowed in the in the face in the first right. round of the playoffs. Does it, right. does it also matter right now, because they're cooking and they look really good, that you keep them going now, you don't take them well, off that, the floor that's because how you don't, don't want to take this good feeling away. Well, also, like, the Sixers are clicking on all cylinders right now. Sure. And, you know, I, I think taking him out, because for what it's worth, I mean, they could be the number one seed. Like, that matters, too. Like, yeah. this, ga- this game night matters I, for the tournament, but also for just a win. I mean, it counts of their, yeah. of their 82 games. So... If they're the one seed, that game seven last year, that's that's in Philly. That's not in Boston. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, how about managing some of the minutes, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe I know it's hard to do once you get into the game because now you're trying to win the game. You're not going to take him out in a close game no matter mm-hmm. where his minutes are at. All I'm saying is, man, is that this is something that the organization should have put in place and, and sat down with him and talked to him about making sure – when the spring comes around, dude, we got to make sure you are yep. in tip-top shape so you can play. What is it? What is, what is the postseason? Yeah, I mean, it's like 25 yeah, games. Yeah, right, if we're going all the way to the, the finals, that's 25 more games, yeah, over right? over 100 games at that point. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so I, we, want, we want you to be able to play in those 25 games like it's the midseason. I don't want you to be worn down because you've been fighting to get us into the playoffs mm-hmm. or, you know, last year. Listen, I, I – God bless him. He finally won his MVP. He had already deserved one, but he hadn't got it. He got hot late, so he was going to play for the MVP mm-hmm. all the way down the stretch. I get it. He's won one now. I don't. I don't need the extra stuff. You, you see what I'm saying? Like I, I, I I'm not one. I'm not Chuck to where I want Embiid out of the seat. Right. right? I, I'm not going that far. But I'm just saying I understand what a frustration comes from fans when we can't have our best player playing at his best and being healthy 
when it's most required. Like, yeah. I understand that frustration because I feel it now. For sure. And, I, I mean, this might sound like a bit of a defeatist attitude, but I think nine years into his career, they've probably tried everything. Like, right. they've probably sat him at times. They've done this, this, sure. no back-to-back. So I think you almost have to cross your fingers and hope he doesn't get hurt. But but with now a new head coach in here, I think it's worth mentioning, this is the best Embiid has looked to start a, a season in a long time. Like, sure he has come yep. out in better shape than he normally does. So – to your point about sitting down with him and figuring things out, I'm sure they have done that. I'm sure they – so whatever they're doing right now is working. And I he wants to play. And he wants to play. And yeah. I, listen, I, man, I just – I, it's just so long before April I know. gets here. I was <laughs> thinking about that. They're so good. If, if, yeah. the tour, if the playoffs started today, they would, they would win the NBA Finals, in my opinion. I but, like, agree. it's just so far away yeah. that so many things could happen. So, look at the, their next five games. Tonight, Indiana. Tomorrow's Boston. He's not missing that game. It's a nationally televised yeah, game anyway. Yeah. At Atlanta, Friday night. A tournament game. Is it a tournament game? I'm oh, pretty sure, you yeah. can't miss that one. Yeah, I agree. At Brooklyn on Sunday. Especially with so, the day off. So now with the Brooklyn's NBA. Brooklyn's the one, probably. Well, right, I know. But also with the NBA, like, part of the problem that they have is that people buy tickets to go see Joel Embiid play on the road, and sure. then they show up and he doesn't play. But I agree with you. At Atlanta, Friday night, and then that would get him off his feet from Wednesday, no game Thursday. He would sit out Friday, no game Saturday, and then Sunday. Yeah, and I, and it's one reason why I love Kobe so much. He always talked about you never know if that person is going to be the only time yeah. they get a chance to see you play. I get that. Um, but his obligation, Joel's, is to the home fans. To the team, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I understand it's disappointing you go mm-hmm. on the road and the star doesn't play or what have you, but as long as he's not sitting out home games where your home fans are paying to see you play, Right, I, but but I, I'm more with that than I am on. The also, road. to what Marx was saying, like I do think this team needs, uh, and they already have a good start. But this is a team that has come into the season; they're winning fans back to really so, get yeah. rolling. I just I understand that. Well, all we care about is seeing Maxi. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> and more on him and his best player on the team, maybe. But um, no, I mean I think that it's important to to consider Joel's health. But I am at a point with it where. I can't think about it anymore right. because he's good. If he's going to get hurt, he's going to get hurt. Ultimately, what I think they should prioritize is this team is clicking on all cylinders. They're playing well. Joel's off to a good start. I would prioritize like just having the best start you can, getting getting the culture to change there. In Positive terms of, vibe. Yes, exactly. And yeah. then look, knock on wood. I hope it doesn't happen, but I I just don't know how you prevent it. At this point. Okay, well, not not prevent it, but manage. It's okay. So we if we get us get ourselves off to a good start. And we get around to December, January, and February. It's okay then to to maybe. Well, then it depends on playoff seating. But yes, I get your well, point. I'm saying you I still mean, got a whole second half of the season. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. He's not going to play 82 games. No, I mean, yeah, I would assume not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be something. I'm sure he yeah. would like that, but I don't think he. And I'm right. good with 65. Yep, me too. Yeah, but they do have to prioritize winning too, like the, sure. the playoff seeding, the tournament. Well, hold on, like, we got we, we, we about to talk about the superstar. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. You mean to tell me we can't select games where the superstar can go out there and yeah. win us a game or two without needing Joel Embiid? I'd be curious to see the superstar without Embiid. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, so Tyrese Maxey, we actually had Chuck from Mount Airy declare him a top five <laughs> NBA player yesterday. But man, he's he's playing like a superstar. right I mean, if now. you look at just his numbers and you remove the reputation of players, he's been a top five player in the NBA. Okay. Just, just the stats. If you obviously some players deserve, sure. you know, like Devin Booker. Devin it's only Booker, nine games. Too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But but if you look at what he is right now, if you if you look at players that in their career at, for a season, and there's only nine games, but for a season, have averaged twenty eight point seven assists and five rebounds. It's like LeBron, yeah, Dwayne Wade, exactly. James. So, so the no, yes. So, so unfortunately, Jokic. So the numbers, the numbers he's putting up are outstanding, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I think, I think the reason to feel good about the fact that it could continue is 
he's doing it in what is the hardest way, but also the simplest way. He just shoots the ball really well. Like, you don't need all types of advanced stats and metrics to be like, you know, what. He can shoot the three-pointer at an elite level, maybe better than anybody but Steph Curry in the NBA. Doesn't require athleticism, doesn't require speed. He has all those things. But he can shoot the ball and is a willing shooter at the most important shot in the game. And so I think that will continue. Like, I, I don't think this is a fluke. I don't think it's a hot stretch. He's always been a great three-point shooter, but now he just has the ball in his hand so much more because Harden's right. gone. And yeah. he's been a good passer. I mean, he's, he's what, been at double-digit He's barely and, ever turning the ball yeah. over. I think he has five total turnovers in the last five games. Um, on the year, uh, his, turn, his assist-to-turnover ratio is really good. Mm-hmm. So now I don't think he's trying to tough his passes in the world, but he is doing what you want from him. He is taking care of the ball. I think he's been good at getting Joel in his spots, which is something – uh, James Harden was really good at last year. So, again, nine games, but what you're seeing from Maxi is the second superstar. Like, when they traded Harden or there was talks of trading Harden, it was, well, you got to find someone for Joel. Remember there were questions, are you punting on the season if you don't trade James Harden? Right. They have their superstar. Like, they have him. It's just now a matter of – Or they have their star. Oh, well, yeah. They have a co-star. Correct. He is a star. He's not yeah. a superstar not yet a superstar because yet. a lot of that is off the court. So and now – He wears new balances. So. Now is <laughs> – well, that does that takes <laughs> away for Elliot. <laughs> well, so, at least Embiid's not in the sketches. So yet. Elliot, now does this make you more desperate or less desperate to try to add a third star on the team? I don't feel. I don't think the Sixers should be desperate to do anything. And I, I, look, I'll put my hand up. I was critical of how they handed the James Harden thing. I was wrong about that. Everything has fallen into place right now. They have arguably the best duo in the NBA, at least of how they're playing right now. They're winning. They have assets. They have tradable contracts. I don't think they need to do something. Like Zach Levine, it was reported today, is available yeah, on Let's do it. Yeah, mm. I, I, I would probably do it because I think he fits exactly what you're looking for in terms of a wing to put next to Maxie that can shoot, that can be a scorer if Maxie's cold and, and Joel is you know, doing his Joel thing. Like, like Levine could be someone that could drop 30 in a playoff game and help you. The issue is he has a massive contract. So when you have all these assets, you really get one, one swing at it. So – if you trade for Levine and then two months later Donovan Mitchell's available, like would you have rather had Mitchell? So no. I, I you would you wouldn't rather have Mitchell? No. I so, think Mitchell and Maxi are the same player. Yes. So I, I agree with that. I think Mitchell's better mm-hmm. than Levine, but I agree that Levine fits better next Maxie. to Maxi. Yes. Yeah, well and, and Levine also, like, for as great as Maxi is, he does not have good size on the perimeter. Whereas Levine would come in as, you know, six, I don't know, seven. Like, yeah, six, six seven, seven, long six, arms. Yeah, yeah. So he would be the perimeter type score. And I think that's the other thing that's been created with Maxi and Embiid. Is what are you shaking your head for, Jack? I, hey, I, look, Levine's probably one of my least I know, he's out on Levine. Yeah. Okay, that's Yeah, fine. he said this on Clap Your Hands, available on all pl- pl- podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. platforms. Yeah. I love Clap Your Hands. Everyone start clapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clap it up. But Big I, look, standing I, ovation guy. I, I do get you. Yeah, Jack, Jack's known for uh, yeah, yeah. clapping. But um, I, do, I do get Jack. Yeah, yeah, I know. As soon as I started. I, I, I do get Jack's point that Levine might be a bad vibes guy. And, and the vi- the vibes yes. are at an all-time high right now. But also, what's the point of having an elite head coach? That if- dude's not coming here with bad vibes. That's right. kind of what, but people right. say it about Ubre yeah. too, and Ubre was having you know the best start and, to his yeah. career. And, and Nick and Nick that's Nick Nurse's job. You do your homework on him, and if you you think no, he's fine. He just needs to be in a winning atmosphere. Yep. Man, so why that, wouldn't that you trade? Team would be good, Jack. Why wouldn't you trade for him? Well, because I think he's someone like when he is is peak Levine. He's a balls in his hand all the time. He's looking to create. You know, like, whereas Maxie, that's what he's developing into. Do you want to take the ball out of Maxie's hands to, to feed more of Zach Levine? No, it's not about feeding Zach Levine. It's about having another player out there who has the ability to score one-on-one. Right. Like, that's what's going to happen when you get in the postseason is that you got to have guys well, well, now, now, that can score. Now you could 
if if you got Levine, you could say like we match up with Boston, we match up with with the Bucks. Right now, it seems like that they're probably a player. Well, they're a player short. So what I would say to Jack's point is, if Maxi's going to be the ball dominant guard, Levine becomes a little bit of a spot up shooter, kind of like how Maxi was last year. But where I would probably the reason I probably pull the trigger is. To Ike's point, you then have another guy that could explode for 30-plus points. Like, I like OG Ananobi on this team on how he would fit, but OG Ananobi is not as good as Zach Levine. Like, he's not the scorer. He's not the shooter. I think he fits in with Maxi better. Levine is a little bit of a luxury or like a backup plan. Well, couldn't Levine be like our Michael Porter Jr.? Yeah, but Michael Porter Jr. only averages how many points in Denver? Like you're, oh, you're 15, paying 16. Right. So, but then it becomes a Toby thing where you're paying Levine $45 million ah, a year. Ah. Toby's leaving. No, but I'm saying in terms of having somebody that Oh, is this year it doesn't a- matter, but moving forward, Levine's younger. Right. So you're going to replace the salary, and but, Levine's going to become more of the number three when Toby leaves. But then the question is, can you pay the number three $45 million a year? That, that's the— But this year, you're— yeah. Right, but well, he signed for four more years. Yeah, Oh, but okay. Yeah, but he's going to be your number three. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's a, that's you a question for— You have to pay for, him regardless. That's a question for Josh right. Harris. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess OG is going to get paid, too. Yeah, if you he's a win. free agent this yeah, year. Yeah, if you so. want to win a title, you're going to pay the number three guy. Right. And then the other part of it is, how long do you wait? Like, some of these guys can't be— Like, if you trade for Levine today, you're trading Toby. But but if you wait until the— You know, I think it's— uh, Trade December, deadline. Well, I think these new guys like— uh, uh, Batum and you can't uh, Morris. Yeah, you can't trade him, I think, until January. Right. So then maybe you wait till then. But we've seen when teams acquire a big piece during the regular season, it's hard to integrate that, and it's hard to win. Like, right now, the Sixers are playing outstanding. Levine yeah. makes them a better team from a talent perspective. But maybe this year, the, the way they win is just Joel, Maxi, and just having, yeah. like, they 10, win? Hold on, way 10 win playable what? guys. The title. They're not winning a title this year with this team. I, I disagree. Great. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's fine. We got a long way to go before yeah, we get to that. It's a long so way to go. We yeah. don't need to get passionate about that. You you believe this is a title winning team? Not not right now, yeah. no. Why not? Boston's better. Boston's but we haven't even been out of the damn second round yet, let alone <laughs> they, they, win a championship. Yeah, but, right. Well, they beat Boston. Who's battle tested? But at but Boston's trade Boston has no, I'm talking Chris about on the Sixers. Yeah. Agreed. They have to I agree they have playoff demons they have to. And, and by the I way, agree with that. If, but if from Embiid, a talent perspective, they are good enough to win the title. But if Embiid's playing the way he's playing right now in the playoffs, you won't get an argument from me, but we've seen that Embiid isn't the same player in the playoffs. This is what I love about Maxi for everybody. This dude is the greatest deodorant I've ever seen in my life. He really is. Cuz Toby <laughs> was trash last yeah. year and Embiid should him. be traded. Now they can go win a title. With yep. these same guys. <laughs> with well, these same they, guys. Now they can go win a title this year with these same guys. Last year, Toby was trash, and Beat will never win. Right. Right? Well, that was wrong. Like, I mean, they, they almost won a title last year. Right, right. So, so it was wrong that Embiid was trash. I agree he's the deodorant in the way you that he— You know I'm being sarcastic. No, I know, I, just, I know, I know. But you, I, your point is— He changed the he vibe He has changed how team. fans view this He's team. the greatest deodorant yep, I've ever seen, brother. Is. And in the playoffs, they will all have a ton of pressure on them. No question about it. All right, let's All get right. let's get Angry Al on the line because he's fought with Elliot many times. Yeah, I haven't talked to Angry Al since the Phillies. Angry Al, how are you, buddy? Johnny Mark. Hey, Al. What's up? Don't hey. worry, I got it under control. What's up, Al? What's up? How you doing, man? Good to talk to you. But dude, your voice is annoying. Very annoying. <laughs> awesome. Be nice. It's getting good already. Um, but I don't agree with you. Okay. I, the Sixers do not need to be chasing some in season tournament why because like ike said 
And B doesn't need to get hurt trying to win a fake championship. Well, it's not a fake championship. It's it the, is. It, no, it it's is. not. It's the in-season yes, tournament. It it's not an NBA title, but it is absolutely no, a championship. No, it's a tournament they made for the teams that are never going to win nothing to be able to win something. <laughs> no, that's not why they yes, made it. it. No, yes, it's not. It no, it's not. So let me get this straight. You want the Sixers to be winners other than this. Like, like everyone says the yes. Sixers are losers and they don't win anything. And now they have a chance to do this. And everyone's like, well, who cares? Like, it absolutely matters. It doesn't matter it's as much as they're more losers Why if does they it win not the matter? season tournament. What? I want the Sixers to win an NBA Yeah, so do we. We all want them to win the not NBA the, title. It matters more God. than that. Why can't they win both? They don't need to win both. They so need you'd to prefer win they NBA lose the tournament? You'd prefer they, they lose in the tournament just because you don't I, think it means no, anything? I, look, if they win this tournament because they stuck the tournament in there, oh, that that's good. But I, yes, I don't I need them. I don't need them going out of their way making any extra dives for a loose rebound or anything. <laughs> right, that's and, a game. And, Al, let me ask you this. Hurt, and getting hurt over a fake cup. Can I ask you something? In all seriousness, what do you, what do you think about telling a team that something doesn't matter and not to try? It's a fake tournament. Like, like, don't you set a culture of winning? Like, everyone applauds Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts wants to win every game, right? In the season, so there's nothing we can do about it. So, of course, they're going to try to win it. Okay, that's part of my point. We don't need them to try to do nothing extra for this for this (laughs) fake tournament. Yeah, I don't want the team ever to not try. That's the point I'm making. You're saying you don't want them diving for loose balls because it's a tournament. To me, that sounds like a team that I can trust in the playoffs. The team I won't trust is a team that's not taking the tournament seriously because that means Dude, they're not a winning if, culture. If Embiid gets hurt in this tournament, I'm coming and looking for you. <laughs> they're playing the games regardless. They, they were okay. going to play the Pistons, yeah, the Pacers, know, the Hawks regardless. Need, but, but even Nick Nurse said yesterday with this little stupid tournament – the oh, guys playing in these tournament games from the teams that have never won anything and never will are trying extra hard to get this fake And cup. I like that they're trying extra hard. I like that Embiid right. shot a three at the end of the game. Isn't that what everyone wants? Everyone wants Embiid to be a winner, and now they're trying something, and it's like, whoa, but, don't but try Elliot, it. The problem Elliot. is nobody's going to perceive him as a winner. We want him to do it in, in May. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay. I also want him to do it in May. But, but, but why, I, why, why can't he do it in I both? Will, I will say this. Well, hopefully he can. I will say this. that I was envisioning, because the final four is in, in Vegas or whatever. Yeah. I was envisioning Are if, we they, going? if they were in the— I, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> Ask <go>. Rod. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if they were in the championship game against, let's say, the Lakers or, like, whoever, right? Right. right. Like, that would be pretty cool. Of course it would be. That would be cool. And it would be a good chance to see this team oh, yeah, in a meaningful game. Oh, yeah, see LeBron game. win another phony tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course he'll be there. Well, yeah, Sixers-Lakers would definitely be the, the perfect— matchup yeah. for people to make fun of right so if, if it ends up being a big matchup but if it's the what would you respect more his bubble ring or a tournament ring bubble ring I, I, the ring around his tub or whatever <laughs> yeah. jacuzzi is yeah <laughs> no rings the yeah. bubble ring or the tournament ring i guess i would have to respect the, Disney the bubble ring, ring or whatever. more yeah. yeah i guess i would have to respect that well lou williams doesn't respect the bubble <laughs> ring it seems like all right yeah that was kind of that was kind of weak by lou yeah agreed. i like I, lou williams i do too one of my you, favorite. You can't sixes. say everybody decided once you were up that. Well, right. we looked on social media and, and, and people were clowning us about who's going to win the, the bubble ring and it wouldn't be respected. So we decided to tap out. Yeah. So lose instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what people want him to do That's in this silly. tournament. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. You in this tournament, man. Well, I can't wait till this is over. Yeah, me too. Why? So well, you to, can to, stop to, talking to muzzle about it. you. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that. He's still bringing up the. When is the championship? By the way. December I think, yeah, something. December seventh or ninth or yeah. something like that. Yeah, early. In oh, December. so it's a couple weeks. Yeah, 
I want to be over with in a couple weeks. So, Elliot, when they get to the like the final four, how do they account for them if they're their regular season games? So, from my understanding is the if the Sixers make it or any team makes it all the way to the finals, that's their eighty third game. The 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 semifinal game would be a like the, a team they would play anyway, and it would count as one of their eighty. It just counts as the game they would have played. Correct. That team I in. believe that's how it works. Okay. So do they remove it off the schedule? Yeah, I believe. Wow. Because I know if you go all the way, you play eighty three games, and you play eighty two. Right. Regardless. So mm-hmm. the semifinal right. game would be one of your regular season games. Okay. Wow. All right. There you go. He, you really are locked y'all all the way in on this. It's exciting. Ah, oh, Mace tweeting about it and everything. Yeah. Point differential. Elliot's going to join your hands. Us. Yeah, exactly Elliot, right. Elliot's going to join us platforms. tomorrow down at uh, down at Chickies and Pete's in South Philadelphia for the big birds at the bye. Excited. So we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. And um, Oh, we're, wow. That went, that went quick. As it always does, Elliot. It always Elliot. does, yeah. And your hour always goes. I, I actually want the Lakers to win this, so I can't just blame LeBron for winning another I know you garbage do. tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just thought about it. The more it. you think about <laughs> yeah, it, more more about it. it. Yeah, I do want him to win it. Let Jokic win it. Then we'll see how much <laughs> yeah. this tournament matters. No, but, right. then, then we'll have everybody be like, oh, this guy's such a winner. That This means the Nuggets are going to repeat. We'll have Howard on the line being like, look at this winner over here. The Sixers win it, it won't Wait, matter. Well, you know what else? If LeBron wins it, he'll tell you how much the tournament matters. <laughs> the hardest tournament. Oh, my God, man. Won. By the time yeah. he's done talking. It'll be memorable for sure. All right. Thank you, Elliot. All right, good stuff. Coming up next, and our Twitter (laughs) questions brought to you by Mark Schuller's. Visit Mark Schuller's, their flagship store in Montgomeryville, or their new location in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, online, marksknifeandjewelers.com. Jordan Mailata coming up next. Big man. Why is this week personal for Jordan? And what does he think about the team's run game? We'll get to that and more with Jordan Mailata next. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers Stay Hot on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Now, that's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. I really like the FanDuel app. It's easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including point spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. So make sure you visit FanDuel.com slash this NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of 94WIP.